Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Hurley and you are listening to episode 110 of the podcast. It is Faces and Places. Today's show is brought to you in association with the Dublin branch of the Leitrim GAA Supporters Club. Thank you for your continued support. Ten days ago on County Final Day, Glen Carr Manor beat Sean O'Heslins, while Leitrim Gales beat Drum Kieran to lift the Senior and Intermediate Championship titles, respectively. Of course, we all know the scores and how the games played out, but what most of us wouldn't have seen is what happens behind the scenes in Park Sean McDiarmida to make sure you can get into the ground, park your car, get inside, sit in a comfortable chair, watch the game, read your match programme, cheer on your team and get home all safely without any issues whatsoever throughout the day. It takes an absolute army of volunteers to make sure that that happens and we're going to hear from some of the men and women who make Leitrim GAA tick behind the scenes. From the car park attendants to the first aid responders, the media, the referees and even the girls making the tea on the day. It's an eye-opening look behind the scenes that you may not have had the opportunity to see before. Let's jump straight in behind the scenes of County Final Day in Leitrim. Key and Glancy, you're hard at work uh, directing traffic in the car park here. It's a full-time job on County Final Day. Well, it's a big job, all right, especially in County Final Day. There's a lot of people here, so make sure that everything is parked up right and that there's no one blocking any entrance or things like that and keep everything going, keep the traffic flowing. I know people see it when they come in the gate, they see a horde of people directing people around. There's a good team and you're here nearly every weekend the whole way through the championship season. Nearly every second or third weekend we're here. So we are and there's nearly the same four or five of us all the time and we just make sure that basically that everything is done right because if someone blocks an entrance, it's made known, especially an emergency entrance, can someone can't get in or out, it causes a big issue. And that's just keep things flowing and keep everyone happy and that everybody comes to the game and if the same story all the time I'm going early I want to get out just make sure that everyone doesn't double park up that everyone's able to get out in their own parking place you know there's no hassle. In terms of how important you are to, on big days like this like there's a, a big crowd here maybe three or three and a half thousand people the car park how often does it fill up like today? Yeah for example today like we're here this morning at 11 o'clock the first game wasn't on due till one o'clock and the car park was basically fun at one o'clock but like when there's cars coming in and out at different times, we always fill in them places and make sure that the cars are going out, the cars to fill them in, you know. And we, there's other, just two stewards at the road in if the car park is full, just directing traffic, making sure that people are getting the right flow and there's no hold up. It's a vital job. Thank you so much for giving up your free time through the summer and your teammates for doing all that as well because it's, there's a team of you and it's the same faces every week, as you said, that I see as I'm coming in and out here at Park Sean. So thank you very much for that and job well done all summer. Congratulations. That's great. Thanks very much, for Thank you. So one of the voices of County Final Day over the years, whether it's Shannon Side or Ocean, has been John Lynch. And John, you join me now just before the first game kicks off here from Kieran versus Leitrim Gales and of course Glencar Manor against Ballinamore later on. What does the county final mean to you? It's always briefly, I suppose, one of those days that you look forward to from the very start of the club championship and you're going in towards maybe the autumn time of the year. It's special. It's wonderful. It's all about the, the club. It's all about the parish. 
And when you see the way that it engulfs and it takes over the various areas that's involved, like the four teams here today, for instance, in the intermediate final, we're going to have first-time champions. That's going to be brilliant for Jim Kieran and for Leitrim Village, as you would well know, and how the excitement is building up there. And equally so in the senior. What a brilliant story. Bandamore, Shauna Heslin's last success, 1990. Last final, 1998. The most successful team in Leitrim. And here they are, back in the final again, against the Glencar Manor team that have lost four finals in a row. Hugely talented outfit. And they want to put right some of those wrongs. So it's one of the occasions that you look forward to from start to finish. It's wonderful. It's great to be in area early. It's great to see the whole crowd coming in. And the atmosphere is fantastic. And one of the things that I really look forward to on a day like this as well, believe it or not, is when you're down in the pitch afterwards, and you know this as well, you're doing the interviews and obviously it's, it's devastation time for whoever loses. And you tend to, you know, let them have their chance to grieve an occasion like this. But the scenes of joy and euphoria for whichever team wins and they're met by family and friends and they're congratulated, that's always a very special feeling. And I think it's a great way to bring the curtain down in a club championship. And I think it was Michal O'Mara Hartig mentioned one time, you know, when, you, when the curtain comes down and won, you just hope that you're around again for 12 months' time and you can experience this all over. And that's the feeling I've had every year from, I suppose, working on finals here since 1996. That long ago, you're always looking forward once one in, to the next one starting again. I suppose people have a, a long experience of listening to you for 60 minutes on county final day, but on a practical level, what does your day look like away from the microphone? Yeah, it's, it can be long. There's no doubt about it. Like, for instance, we have the two games going out here today, and what I normally tend to do is, on the day of a match, you hope to arrive maybe anywhere in the region of an hour and a half, two hours before the game. Now, there's always sound checks. There's technical issues that you might want tiring out. You like to get in early. You don't want to maybe get caught in traffic coming in, so you want to have your sound checks done. You like to get down to the dressing rooms, check the teams. There was a famous incident here a number of years ago when the Ahawillan team that appeared in the programme was completely off-centre from the one which actually started the game. Now, in fairness, it was a genuine mistake that happened. Two teams were submitted. The wrong one was, was published. Nobody to blame on that. But it just showed the importance of going down. And I always remember Tommy McCormick, the manager of Ahuilland, then when he went down. And, oh, no, he says, that's not the right team. And in fairness, they give, they give me a copy of the official team sheet. So that was OK. But it just shows the importance, I suppose, of being in early, being settled, and going down and maybe checking in the dressing rooms as well, just to see if there's anybody wearing a different number or anything like that. Little things. You can get a... a, a, fa a I suppose a flavour and a feel as well if there's nervous energy of how teams are and how they're preparing so that was that's part of it the commentary then itself will start off and you've got the 60 minutes you've got the analysis at half time the entire show on for instance an ocean is coming from here today so there'll be further analysis at half time in the intermediate game and likewise in the senior and then after the match you conduct your interviews you file those uh, for the evening sports and of course for sport tomorrow as well where there'll be more reaction so all in all you're looking at a day like from today where the first game starts at one you're here from round about 11 and I suppose if we're getting out of here this evening by 6 o'clock we'll probably be doing well so there's a lot that goes on behind the scene but you know something on a Sunday in October where else would you rather be it's absolutely fantastic and it's great and I suppose we're in a very fortunate and we're in a privileged position in many ways Breffney for any of us that's working here in the media today to have the best seat in the house wonderful facilities here in Park Sean and I think you know there's so much to be proud of here in Leitrim GA and it's, it's, it's a great occasion so you don't mind being round for a long day but it's a day at the same time that, you, that you're kept going and you just hope everything goes well well, John, listen, I'm going to let you get back to preparing for the game. Have you your research done? Do you know the little stories about family connections between teams, that sort of stuff? All of that, and I suppose it used to be, you know, you're obviously doing how many county titles they've won in the past, you're looking at family connections or whatever. And that probably used to be an awful lot of the old school of commentary. Now, what I have found over the last number of years, believe it or not, is that the level of analysis has improved beyond recognition. And we, for instance, just using Ocean as an example today, we will be working with the likes of Martin McGowan, 
Aidan Rooney and Imbalan Mulligan. Now, those three guys, what they don't know about Leitrim football, it's not worth knowing. And their ability to read games as well. Now, what I find that the, the style of commentary has changed an awful lot, particularly over the last 10 years, where you've got analysts now who, who can read these situations, who can see the, the tactical patterns developing. There's an awful lot more interaction for them. And the speed of football as well has picked up that much, you know, that you don't mightn't be using as many stats. Obviously, you'll have a few of them to refer to from time to time. But what I tend to do nowadays in a commentary is very much to focus on the here and now game by game, try to get it match by match play if you can. And you know, when you've got some of the top analysts in the business, like what we are fortunate enough to have today working with us, Martin on the first game, Aidan and uh, Imlin on the second, then at that stage, that really, I suppose, helps to look after itself. And it's a matter of maybe trying to, to paint the picture the best way you can, maybe for those who are listening online or who are listening on the radio on Campy here, and just to try and maybe give them an idea in your mind's eye or in their mind's eye where the ball is, who has it, and you try and maybe concentrate a little bit more on that. But obviously you're looking at family connections and you like to know the history of the clubs and everything like that coming into it yeah so there's about two or three clipboards of research just behind me there that you can have a look at any stage <laughs> so i suppose the build up to the final started early and i'll let you in on another secret and people will say this guy is absolutely mad at 5 45 yesterday morning just to make a clean run in the day and to be ready for the rugby i was up in the office at home just going through the final part of the research of that so you could say the county final weekend is probably what it is more so than a day so definitely there's a little bit of research and everything on it but it's, again it's i suppose a labor of love more than anything else well, listen I'll let you get back to it John fantastic Preferly, thank you so much indeed and the Lions Games Promotion Officer with Leitrim GA what's your role here today well basically what we're doing today is we're coordinating uh, a thank you to all the clubs for the under seven nurseries that run throughout the year. It's a thing that we're trying to incentivise more clubs to do, uh, get their four, five, six year olds out, just doing basically fundamental movement skills and today's just we're looking for seven year olds that want to play a game at half time and wave the teams on. So it's a great day for them, there's been fantastic pick up from everybody, we've 44 children here today so hopefully the weather stays good that they're not going to get drowned, that's the main thing you know. And that's happening at halftime in the intermediate final? Correct, yeah, we're doing that at halftime because obviously the 94 team has been, has been commemorated at halftime in the senior game. But we're, also, more importantly, they're waving the teams on. It'll be nice for, for players like that to see that we're making an effort and walking behind the band as well. So it'll be good for them. It's a memory, days, memories they'll not forget on it, you know. In terms of your day-to-day stuff, how big is the county final in terms of promoting the sport in the county to kids? Well, I think this this is obviously the pinnacle of the of the championship and the football year for for Leitrim. So. Uh when you see small kids, you're hoping that other kids are going to say, I want to do that, and why are we not doing that, and driving other clubs to put their nurseries in place. We have to look at where you see Ballinamore in the final, and Manor Hamilton in the final senior county final. They've done huge work at underage over the last number of years, and all those are coming through with two very, very young teams. So, obviously, all these fellas have been at county finals. They want to play in county finals, and that's what Games Promotion today is all about. PJ Meehan of the Kiltober Pipe Band, 70 years in existence this year. A fixture on County Final Day here in Leitrim. Yeah, a fixture indeed. Uh, I suppose we've been playing here at the County Finals as long as I can remember, and that's going back my 55 years as part of. So um, definitely 55, if not 60, maybe, maybe more. What's your role as part of the band? Well, I had every role within the band by way of uh, committee level. Uh, now I just... Uh, practically an ordinary playing member at the minute and um, I suppose it's time for me to stand back and there's a younger uh, cohort now in charge as chairperson, secretary and treasurer etc you know. In terms of today what exactly will the band be doing as part of the festivities on the day? 
Well, today is, uh, is, is we're here for the, uh, the pre-match parade for the senior county final and we'll finish the parade with the playing of our on of Ian. Now, normally we play at half-time of the game, but uh, I think today they're honouring the 1994 Leitrim team, so there'll be no room for us playing at half-time as such today. In terms of the band's activities, obviously well-known for travelling New York festivals and other St. Patrick's Day parades all over the world. How big is this event in your year? Well, the, the county final is, is, is our big day. It, it, it wraps up our year practically as well, after all our other engagements. And we, we'd always see the county final as the, 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 the final outing. Bar there's something else, some emergency arises in the county or something happens that we're not aware of. But basically the county final finishes up our year. Well, listen, PJ, thanks very much for taking the time to speak to us and the very best of luck. And hope there's no bum notes in the, in the uh, Aron Levine in the National Anthem today. Well, we hope not. <laughs> Everything's going to go smooth enough, bar the rain. Sean McGoldrick, event controller here for the day on County Final Day and for most days here on Park, Sean. Tell us a bit about what's going on today. Well, we have the two adult, uh, intermediate and senior finals. We have... A big crowd here, um, we should have two tight games and hopefully all will go according to plan. What do you do here, other than everything, but in terms of the, the actual role, what, what does the event controller do on County Final Day? Well, basically you have to make sure everything is in order, that uh, all the stewards are in their places, that uh, the car park is looked after, the pitch is looked after. There's a, a myriad of roles, but like they all fall together fairly easily if, if everybody does, does their job. And, most, and we're very lucky with the stewards we have, that they all know what they're supposed to do, and they're an experienced bunch and we very, very rarely have any hitches. In terms of the volume of s stewards, how many people have you got on your team today? There would be approximately 50, yeah. And how do you recruit 50 volunteers to come and give up their time on a wet October Sunday afternoon? Well, they are all loyal. Like, there's two or three from most of the clubs. They're all loyal lads who are here. Like I'm here probably the guts of 35, 40 years, and it's the same face we see all the time, albeit with some newer, younger lads coming now. It's they're lads that win to give up their time. They're all good GA people, and they're the show won't go on without them. And they're they're very good to do, do the job that they do. You know. In terms of the preparation of the pitch as well, we look out here from the the, the boxes up above the the stand, and we we see the perfectly lined pitch. Who does all that work, Sean? We have two groundsmen, Pat McMorrow from Drumcairdon and John Shanley from Carrington Shannon, who will be working hard all during the week, lining the pitch, making sure all the divots are over. We have Bernie Goldrick who cuts the grass, does a fantastic job all the time. Again, it's a combination of people doing jobs behind the scenes and it all comes together on the day, you know. Yeah. What does County Final Day mean to you? Oh, County Final Day means to me it's, it's the biggest day of the year. It's, um, it's always enjoyable. It's great to see new teams winning. Um, this is actually my 50th County Final, believe it or not. Um, I'm the first one I was at was between Gortet and Havas in 1970. So, um, look, it's a great day out. Um, you see great changes. Some teams are lucky and can get over the line. Other teams can be very unlucky. A missed chance here or there, a referee decision going wrong. It just makes it all enjoyable. 50 county finals. What would you give to have a few more St Mary's names on those titles? Ah, sure. Look, that's that's sure. Every every club in the county thinks we sh thinks they should win more. Of course, St Mary's. I would like. <coughs> I would have been at. I suppose five or six St Mary's finals that I thought we should have won. I was at two that we did win that we shouldn't. We probably shouldn't have won. So it's all on the day. It's a bit of luck, you know. So your your turn will come around, and every everybody gets their turn, you know. How many more county finals uh, are you looking forward to here? 
Oh, well, I can't say 50 more, but as long as I can keep coming out, I keep coming out. Yeah, that's it. I'll let you get back to your duties. Thanks, Brefney. Thank you. Sean Sullivan, the voice of Park Sean. How's your day sh- shaping up? Ah, oh, grand. It's a, it's a busy day, you know, a bit of a nervous day that you don't forget anything. Because it, it's, it's, you know, three hours of a thing and um, there's a programme done out of what to do and when to do it. And, but things like, say, for example, after the intermediate match, you want to get the captain in quickly because you haven't that much time till the other teams are coming out. And then there's all sorts of lovely little things. There's a whole rake of other sevens coming there now to play at the halftime in the, in the game. Now, they'll be well organised, but to get them out and get the, the thing on and finish with. A big thing, of course, at halftime in the senior game is the 94 team. And that, again, has to run clockwork, because you don't want the players coming back out for the second half and... Uh, the heroes of 94 still out on the field. So it's all, it's great. It's a very exciting day, very exciting day. In terms of the overall day, your voice, obviously, people will know. There's been mishaps before. I know this. Have you got the national anthem lined up today? Because I know you've ended up singing it before in the past. Well, it's a Galtubrit white band, and if they make a muck of it, I don't have to worry. And they won't. <laughs> They're here for their, this is their 70th anniversary, and it's a historic occasion, really. I don't know how many county finals that have played that. I'm going to check that with PJ Meehan. But uh, the Galtubrit white band is an institution here on... It's like the Artean Boys Band in Crow Park. It's a troubled pipe band. You couldn't have a county final without them. So listen, I'm going to let you off and do your announcements and also to catch up on who's playing and who's not playing later on. Sean, thank you very much for joining us. James McCaffrey, good luck Sheelan, man. You're sitting here watching the intermediate final between Leitrim Gales and Drum Kieran, but you've been involved in these games in the not so distant past as the match referee tell us a bit about what goes into refereeing at county final day well uh, first of all it'd be a great honor to get a county final and i've done a number of them indeed and uh, i suppose the expectation is you do that you'd be nervous that morning and day but when you get out on the field there it's, it's, it's a different story you get tempered into it and everything like that yeah your your linesman uh, linesman is a very big help to you and also your four umpires which they deter a lot of the decisions made but it's a great honour and it's great but it's a big task uh, you have to be prepared for, for all the the, 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 the negative things that comes out of it and decisions won't go always the right way and you know clubs will, will, will tell you that but at the same time it's a great honour to get a county final a great honour to do one and I was privileged to be along with a, a great experienced referee for years Seamus Pryor who I picked up me a bit of experience from as an umpire for 20 years with him on inter-county games and on Ireland final and on league games. And how does it compare to playing in terms of the pressures coming into the game? Well, there's as much pressure, if not more, refereeing as than, than playing because you have you have the, the crucial decisions to make. If, at least if when you're a player and you make a, a mistake, well, it goes down to earth at the time, but you can give a, a wrong decision in, in, in refereeing and it could be a cause of some team losing a game, drawing it, or maybe exiting out of a championship or a league or whatever the case may be, you know. How do you cope with that when you come off a pitch and maybe you know yourself you've made a mistake even as soon as you've blown the whistle? How do you deal with that? Yeah, well, that, that is the big problem, that you have it in your head that you know that you, 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 you made the wrong call. You know what I mean? That's, 
that can be a, a, a real sore thing when you go into a dressing room after, particularly if a team has lost a game, if the draw is not so bad, they have a, a second bite of the cherry, but if a team loses be a point or be a goal that you give a wrong decision and or maybe as you thought a right decision and it was wrong, you can, it, it can be a, a, a nice sore for you for many a long day to come, but you're, all those things happen in, in, in referee in Berfney and that's the way it is and we have to just keep motoring on and get over the bad decisions that's made. How do you feel uh, the referee's getting on today in today's game? I think he's doing very well. He's very fit. Michael McGarrell is a very fit man. He has vast experience of playing with them, Riley, and played many a tough game on goals for them. And I think he's a very fit man and he'll go on to better things. And so will our senior referee, Patrick Cooking, who is on top of the Connacht scene at the moment now. And I think our Leighton referees are performing, performing very well in Connacht and I, I will expect, and I do expect, that they will get better games as they go down the line. PRO, the County Board, Declan Bohan, we've had you on the show many, many times. Today you're responsible for the match programme, you're the, the editor, or the person who collates all of the content. How big a job is that? It's a pretty demanding job, Breffney, uh, from the point of view, I suppose, that you know we don't really know our finalists until two weeks out and then obviously as you know we had our two, two sets of semi-finals this, this weekend fortnight so it's only when you have that that it really kicks into action if you like because there's a there's a, there's a lot of stuff from looking at the programme as I'm sure you, you, you've gone through it and seen there's quite a large input from the clubs themselves between having to get sponsors ads and having to get pen picks we'd say for their players and uh, you know organised team photographs we had them taken from the semi-final so that part was done but just the whole sort of um, it's, it's a heavy workload on club officials I'd have to say as well to get that stuff back and to be fair to them you know they come back with um, they come back with their stuff very promptly and it's only when you get that back then I suppose that the that the real uh, the, the real job of designing it, uh, it takes place and you know we we plan out uh, our pages and then we, we work towards it obviously we have to get some external articles as well and they have to come in and be proofed and you know you're updating some of the records from previous years like the roll of honor that's a simple enough job and some a lot of it is probably similar to what appears in previous years only it's updated but it keeps the record straight you know just in, in, in relation to the compilation of the programme, I'd have to pay a specific, I know overall it's my responsibility, uh, but I'd have to pay a particular uh, tribute to James Malloy, who does all the design work uh, behind the scenes and pulls all the pages together once the information is fed to him, and he obviously t does the stuff on the photographs and the pen picks and that type of thing. So James has spent countless hours this past week pulling it together. It's a tight call. Uh, to get it uh, in place for for printers, and you know, I'd have to thank DPS Printing Carrick and Shannon, who printed the, the fine production. I'd have to say, uh, um, you know, we we're very pleased with it. We've pushed them to the wire too because it was only literally signed off on at 20 to 4 on Thursday, and then it had to go into production. Then, you know, so it's it's a, it's a tight operation now, to be honest. With you. And I suppose that's really only the first half of it. I know from experience, 15, 20 years ago, then you have to actually get it into people's hands, and that in itself is a huge operation on the day here today. It is, yeah. Well, you know, once the boxes are delivered, uh, which there would have been yesterday to hear, um, it's the, the, the dynamic, if you like, of, of, of selling the programmes ultimately is because they just don't get out of box into people's hands. So uh, I'd have to thank Secretary Attractor Riley, who organised um, teenagers from um, St Mary's Guitard here beside us. And they've traditionally, if you like, sold the programmes for us. And I'd like to thank those programme sellers who have been exceptionally dedicated to the duty of selling them here early, dealing with uh, boxes of programmes, dealing with change and, and so on. So they're they not to be forgotten in the operation as well because that's the final 
final stage of it is is getting them to people's hands, you know. And am I right in saying I heard a rumour that they may have sold out? Uh, I heard early on that uh, there were. I was asked how many do we get, and it was more or less a wonder are there boxes left. So I, I'd say I'd be quite confident in saying they probably did uh, sell out. I hope. I hope that uh, that everybody that really wanted one got their hands on one because you know if there's there, there's it's it's worse obviously to have too few than than too many. I mean, I'd be happier uh, if there was uh, if there was a full box left over because there's always somebody coming looking for them afterwards. So possibility is I'm just not exactly sure if they're all gone but if they are well sure you know at least they won't be picking up dust over the winter you know. In terms of the overall attendance though County Board must be delighted with the turnout today. Yeah it was great great attendance and I suppose from the point of view of um, look as you had in the intermediate final you were looking at Drum um, and Leitrim Gales who have never won that title previously so this is a big day for both clubs and I'd obviously like to congratulate Leitrim Gales on a fantastic win. Uh, and a well-deserved win on the day, you know, and they probably have been the, they have been the best team in the competition. I mean, the best team generally wins it, and uh, they would have brought enthusiastic support. It looked like as if there was would be nobody left in Drumcairn with the amount of supporters they had here. And you know, Balnamore back in their first final in 21 years, looking for its first title in 29, obviously brought a huge crowd here because there was massive interest in what they could do. And unfortunately for them, it didn't work out. And and then Lincoln Manor Hamilton looking to I suppose maybe bookend their most recent. Uh, record if you like in finals this is their ninth final but you know they've won for the first four and they've lost the last four so now maybe they've just literally closed the chapter if you like on, on a period in their history and fair juice to them and their 50th year in existence on, on winning a county championship So Sean Donoghue of the Order of Malta the Ambulance Corps here on the day in Park Sean what exactly is your role on the day? Well, I suppose we're here in the event of something happening, but hopefully nothing will actually happen. So we actually provide first aid cover to the uh, people, uh, the players on the pitch and also to the um, spectators in the crowd. But as I said, hopefully we don't want anything to actually happen. We want a very, very quiet day, two good matches, uh, games of football, and that's really what we're about. Is it very frustrating coming to work uh, hoping that you don't have to actually do any work? In some ways, yes, and in other ways, no. I mean, I suppose sometimes we actually like to get a bit of work because it's good practice, it's a good experience for us, but as if by the same token, when we are actually getting experience, it's not good for the person that we're actually practising on. Tell us a bit about the core that's here today because there's a few bodies around in yellow and red jackets. Yeah, so I suppose there's five of us here today. We're all volunteers. We actually get, uh, we're totally um, funded by sort of donations for, for events like this and so on and so forth. I suppose we're from a different background in terms of we've actually got fitters, we've actually got uh, teachers, we've got accountants actually working with us. So the thing is, it's all up for a different variety of sort of people and whatever thing. And it's good camaraderie and it's actually, we have a good crack on the day usually as well. In terms of the importance of having yourselves on site here without you being here probably event would, would be in danger of not really happening yeah unfortunately that's the way it's gone now in, in terms of um, having first aid cover and i suppose the level of first aid now is actually you have to have an ambulance on site and so on and so forth and unfortunately i suppose with the the level of claims and so on so in, in the past and whatever it's it's a must-have and it's a prerequisite now in a lot of times where they won't actually allow the event to happen unless there's actually an ambulance cover in place well, Sean, listen, I'm going to let you get back. I know the rest of your buddies have moved on, so the very best of luck, and hopefully you don't have to actually do anything today. Thanks, Bethany. Take care. County Board Chairman Terence Boyle, it's a big operation here, away from the pitch on County Final Day. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, Bethany, it's, it's a massive undertaking. It's one of the biggest days in our calendar year, our County Final Day. 
and a huge amount of work goes in behind the scenes that no one knows anything about and even on the day itself between our gatemen and our stewards and the ladies above looking after us in the kitchen it's a huge undertaking to have everything and our PRO working for the weeks beforehand to get a programme ready for today and to have everything in place. It is a mammoth task but thankfully everyone works together and it all comes together generally on the day. So. Tell us a little bit about the numbers. How many people are here today? In the crowd wise it's just hard to know at the moment until the gate people come back in but it looks like we have a very bumper crowd today. We've got three and a half to four thousand people here by looking, at, looking around this, the crowd here. So. It's a great crowd for the finals here today. Of course, we have our two big finals on on the one day, which is probably unique from a lot of counties. Like, it's a great sporting occasion within the county. So. Excellent. And in terms of the impact that this has on the sporting calendar around the county, this is probably the biggest day for sport in the county in terms of local sport. Oh, absolutely. This is the big day for sport, all sports within the county. And the great buzz that is around the place on county final day is huge. So. It would be one of the biggest sporting occasions within the county during the year. And of course, as we've said before, it's your last county final in the role as of chairman, but I'm, it won't be your last county final, I'd imagine. Absolutely not. No, I'm not going to turn me back on Leeds from GAA or the support of all, but it is my last cup to be presenting the FINA Cup for the last time today after five years. The five years was, went through very quick, but look, it has been very enjoyable. And How much of an honour is it to present that cup on county final day? Ah, it's a huge honour. It's a huge honour to be chairman of your county. Regardless what county it is, it's a huge honour. And the respect that comes with it is huge. Like The respect I have received from all over the county in my term has been phenomenal. And I have to thank all the clubs and all the people in the county for that. In terms of the final today, you've got you've just given the, the, the trophy to Aidan Flynn of Leitrim Gales. You'll give it to one of the two lads from Manor Hamilton or Ballinamore in an hour's time. In terms of... The, the five years here, how will they compare to giving it to someone from Ocknesheelan like you did two years ago for the Intermediate Championship? Uh, well, as we all know, there's nothing more special than giving it to your own. And I was privileged and honoured to have the privilege of presenting the Intermediate Cup to me, Barry McQueenie from my own club a couple of years ago. And that was, that'll be one of the highlights of my tenure as chairman. Well, listen, Terence, it's been a pleasure working with you all year. Uh, best of luck in presenting the cup. I hope you don't fluff your words. You'll be fine on the day. Uh, but the very best of luck uh, for the rest of the day and for the rest of your term, the couple of months that are left in your five-year term as chairman of Leitrim County Executive. Yeah. Look, we have two months left. It's countdown now. After county final day, it's all hands on deck getting ready for convention and getting everything in place for next year. As, as we've seen there with the championship draws last week, everything is focusing now on to 2020. 2019 is nearly done and dusted, so onwards and upwards for Leitham. Shane Butler, you're the scoreboard operator here in Park Sean. What does that entail? I'll just get the scoreboard to make sure the remote and everything is working and make sure you put up the scores for the right team when they come. It's a far cry from the days back when myself and Joe Flynn Jr. used to manage it by hand and you had to physically move the, the boards. It's all electronic now and you sit up in a nice, warm, yeah. uh, dry press area here and just press buttons. Uh, what happens when you get one wrong, though? How quickly are you told? Well, the press bin, if you're near them, they'll tell you. And if not, a tractor ring you or be hard hardly. They'll be hard to you very quick. This isn't your first county final. You've been here many, many times before. You've been around the game as long as I can remember. What does county final day mean to you, Shane? Oh, it means an awful lot to county final to see them. 
which when, especially when your own team is in it and all that, you know, and it's great to see all the people turning out, I think, every year. It's a great crowd here today, isn't it? Great crowd today, yeah. And, of course, our near neighbours, Leighton Gales, have won them. There's a good game on now, so there is. So. Excellent. Well, listen, the rain is pouring down here and the, the presentation of the players from the 94 team has kind of been brought in back in on the stand. I'm going to let you go and get back in case the concentration levels drop in the second half. Lovely briefly. Thank you. Sean Murray, ever present here as a steward over the years, former chairman of Leitrim County Board as well back in the day. Uh, what's your role here today, Sean? Uh, a gate steward, the main gate uh, where the team's referees and things like that come out onto the pitch. Been doing it for donkey years. And what are the main issues that could happen to you on any given day? Well, we really don't have much problems because uh, uh, we have loads of stewards and um, uh, people know, you know, attending county finals or matches throughout the year, they know which gates enter and exit through. And our gate is the main gate there. And, uh, well, of course, sometimes when there's maybe a bit of controversy during matches and that, and the referees may be coming off at the end of a game or at halftime and that, we have to make sure that it's cordoned off and that uh, we can nip any uh, aggression in the, in the bud that may arise. But that rarely happens. In terms of the role, though, as you mentioned, you've been doing this for longer than you probably care to remember. What encourages you to keep coming back out, giving up your time, when your own club, St Mary's, aren't even involved in these county finals? When I've been immersed in the GA since I was a young lad. I started playing uh, with my own club when I was 11 or 12. And I played up till I was 35. And I, I had the misfortune to appear in three county finals and not to win any of them senior finals. Uh, I would love to have won one. I, I won one, as I saw, with Shimogi as in 1975. So that kind of compensated. And I won a junior league and championship. But I won numerous awards as a young player when I was under 16, 14 and minor and uh, I uh, progressed then after my playing days. I refereed, I was an administrator. Uh, I'm still involved uh, on the hearings committee within the uh, Leighton County Board. We, we deal with hearings where there's uh, grievances from players that are suspended or sent off or things like that. So there's that mechanism there in every county. So I'm a member of that and I've been on it for the last I think this is the third county chairman that, that, that has appointed me or nominated me to be part of it. So uh, I'm looking forward. I look forward to that, those uh, hearings and things like that. We're, we're nearly like a, a, a court. We, we sit in judgment and we have to decide then who's telling the truth and who's not. In terms of the, the annual sporting calendar here in Leitrim, how big is the county final day for to you? Oh, the county final is, is D-Day in Leitrim, the same as All-Ireland in Croke Park. And clubs... They all invite to try and get there, and it's a big occasion. And uh, we've had success over the years with our own club. And um, I know now we have a second club in the parish, Leitrim Gales, and they're involved in today's final. So we wish them well. And, and they went through the process that we went through of losing finals, but they're back again anyway. And third time, luckily, maybe this year. So hopefully, they'll bring it off. Well, Sean, listen, I'm going to let you get back to, to doing your duties here in, in Park Shaw. Okay, delighted to talk to you. Maureen Diffley, we're here surrounded by food and sandwiches and coffee pots and teapots. Tell us a bit about what your, what your role is here on County Final Day. We've uh, tried to accommodate by 
providing provisions, tea, sandwiches, coffee and all sorts of goodies for all the officials, the stewards and uh, I suppose we start from preparation from yesterday and we prepare all the food in advance and then we come in here and it's just a pleasure to be able to you know, to see everybody happy and on good days like that, on cold days, you'll have a lot of people coming up for their tea and coffee. And, you know, it's only it's a pleasure to be able to help out. And there's lots of women here and indeed men that help out on days like today. And uh, I suppose that's what it's all about. It's all about it's all working together and uh, been doing the best we can. It's a big operation, though, because you're literally feeding a small army of people who make everything work behind the scenes here on a day like today, whether it's a National League game or even, as we know, with there's 3,500 people outside and they need to be minded. And you mind the people who mind the people here enjoying their, their clubs. Tell us about kind of what is on offer here for the, the stewards. Oh, well, the stewards, they all meet here at 11 o'clock for, our, for interest this morning. And uh, right away we give them uh, tea, coffee, sandwiches and whatever, of course, the banter and the chat and what... What's the, the, what uh, anticipate might what happen the results might be today and uh, that's basically what we do is we just give them the tea and sandwiches prepare them for their journey and then um, obviously the stewards don't leave their stall at, during the day so uh, for argument's sake now the likes of today we went around and just gave the stewards tea and sideline just and especially on a cold day like today but uh, I think everybody appreciates what we do and the banter and the crack here is good Listen, Maureen, keep doing what you're doing and thanks for having a chat with me. Yeah, thank you, Breffney. And come call any time for a cup of tea and coffee yourself. Michal Dardy, you're one of the main stewards here in Park, Sean. Do you ever leave this place? It's been quite a bit of time in it. It takes a lot of, probably a lot of time and effort to try and maintain it to as good a standard as we possibly can. Um... It is the premier event in the year two, and the intermediate and senior final the one day. So it does does need plenty of work. But there's a lot, a lot of people put in good effort to keep it that way. In terms of the day, I suppose three, three and a half thousand people in the ground today. It's difficult to keep a venue to a standard where people can come in and go out with no problem whatsoever, really, on a day like that. Because it's a huge amount of people in a really short space of time coming in and out through the gates. Yeah, I suppose um, we had a substantial crowd in for the first ga- d- game today, which was uh, un- unusual. Most people were there t- to get the better seats, and a lot of people turned up for the second game thinking they'd get the normal seats and were quite disappointed, which is unusual, but that's the way. And uh, So we had we had the next, I'd say it was one of the biggest crowds we had in a long time, and uh, the only downside was the Halftime was the absolute spill we had when the uh, when the presentation was for the '94 team, and it was regrettable that people didn't get to see that that team um, during the halftime break because it was a solid downpour. But that's the way it goes. How do the stewards react to situations like that that you might not have met necessarily planned for in the planning of the day? We have to improvise. We just simply couldn't ask them to go out in the rain because it was teeming out of the heavens and those hail and sleet and, sh- and uh, hailstones falling and fellas had just come with, with a t- ordinary t- very light clothing on them so you couldn't really ask them to go out. It wouldn't be fair and uh, it was unfortunate for the, the public that was there. But as I said, they would love to have seen them again. 
how important are the the volunteer stewards here? Because you're all volunteers doing this. You all give up your own time to come in here uh, to be part of the behind the scenes of a great day like today. Very, very important. And very important that they are uh, the mannerism in which they carry out the duty as a steward. It's it's uh, it's reflective of the w- the professionalism of the people by the way they conduct themselves with o- with other people. Because some people it might be the only time they would come to Park Sean, and they struggle maybe with, with getting toilets and that, and they expect this and uh, you know. But stewards have to have. Uh, have a good mannerism, and generally speaking, most of the stewards have. I, I believe that most of the time we don't have any feedback with any complaints anyway. Excellent, Mr Micheál. Uh, well done on a fantastic day. Everyone's in and out, no major incidents, and uh, everyone's going home safely, which is a job well done. Thanks very much, Brethany. Thank you very much. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. A massive thank you to everybody who spoke to me on County Final Day and who gave us a fantastic look behind the scenes at what goes on in preparation for a huge event like that with, as you heard, between three to 4,000 people in Park Sean McDiarmid on the day of the Leitrim GAA County Finals. Today's episode was brought to you in association with the Dublin branch of the Leitrim GAA Supporters Club. A massive thank you to Eamon Degnan and his committee for their continued support of the show. Orla Macnabolo will be with you tomorrow for a look at what's on around the county for the next seven days, while I will be back with you on Friday for a look at the sporting outlook for the weekend. Talk to you then.